With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining me, Abby Bonnell, on feedback is Deanne Shepherd with the Humane Society of Utah, Director of Marketing and Communications here on the show. Great to have you, Deanne. Thank you for the opportunity to come. Well, to be honest with you, uh, I have another job and I work in the news department here at iHeartMedia and I was actually doing an interview uh, a few weeks back. And it was a horrific the case. It stopped everybody in the tracks. They could not believe the level of monstrous abuse that uh, this little cat had gone through Sage. Um, a family in Clearfield had reported that the cat was missing over a weekend, couldn't find the cat, and somehow how this beautiful little animal managed to get its way home, find its way home with these horrific injuries, it did. And that just really opened up a can of worms and just very disturbing, Deanne. Yes, it was one of the worst cases of animal abuse that we have seen. And what happened was this was an indoor-outdoor cat, as many people do have. They allow their pets to go in and out. It went missing over the weekend, and when the family found it in their home on Wednesday morning, it apparently had some some hot glue on the, the skin. Its eyes were glued shut. Mm. Um, you know, definitely some injuries. They rushed it to the vet and ended up down at the you know, at, at, at a veterinary hospital, basically, as they discovered more and more wounds and it came out what had happened, we speculate the animal had been almost held hostage for, for that time over the weekend. And bones were broken, hot glue, as I said, mentioned in, in various places. And it was just, uh, I won't go into details because it's very disturbing, but when those details came out, we at the Humane Society of Utah offered a reward to try to find the person responsible we do take animal abuse quite seriously for its severity, you know, in, in other issues. And we offer the reward to hopefully have somebody step forward with that information to help the police find and arrest and convict the person responsible. And this is still clearly an ongoing open case. No leads yet? Well, there were many, many tips that did come in to Davis County Animal Services and Clearfield Police. They are working together to sort through basically hundreds of tips that did come in. As the story spread across the media and people became aware of what happened to this cat, there was an outpouring of generosity through the community to want to get involved, to want to do something. So donations started to come in to be put towards the reward and increase the amount so that it would offer more of an incentive to somebody to come forward. We're hoping somebody had information about you know, who, who did this and it just we don't know what that price is for them to come forward and help share that information that leads to the arrest and conviction of that person. Where is that reward money right now? Not that that should even play any mm. kind of role if somebody has any, any information, you know, you know what you need to do. It was incredible. We had initially offered $5,000, which is for the severity of this case, you know, what, what we would look at doing. And with the combined contributions from our members, as well as the Humane Society of the United States and the Humane Society of Northern Utah, we were all separate organizations, but we came together to 
basically, you know, collectively increased this reward. It is now $61,850. Goodness me. Well, rightly so. Uh, The level of abuse was really, truly shocking. Mm. And to think that this person is in our community living amongst us is really extraordinarily troubling. Look, the FBI don't take it lightly. Now, any Mm. abuse cases, they immediately step in and understand the importance that this could mean. Because if, if, if somebody is abusing, has the ability to abuse an animal, they'll abuse a child, a human, anybody. It doesn't really matter. Exactly. There's always been that speculation. There's always that connection that we can, you know, to, to say, okay, if they have the lack of empathy to hurt an innocent, vulnerable animal who looks and depends on us for their care, what does that mean as it translates over to humans? But now the research has been done. It is such a high correlation that there's really no doubt that animal abuse is very highly correlated. We will say you know, directly linked to domestic violence and child abuse. And if we as a society take domestic violence and child abuse seriously, we have to look at the risk factors of animal abuse as a precursor to those other behaviors. We want to look at children and adolescents that are exposed to animal abuse as being eight times more likely to commit a crime themselves as adults. So that's why this case became more than just the, you know, the, the cat. You know, a lot of people looked at that as, well, it was just a cat, and that's a lot of money to offer for the reward of, of this death of a cat. But we do look at that as a larger picture that is a reflection of us as a society. If somebody is capable of inflicting this type of harm on an animal what have they done in the past and what are they capable of doing in the future? We need to prevent those other crimes from occurring and get this person the help that they need. Again, there was another recent case in West Jordan where a little dog, Scruffy, lovely little dog, um, and they're little divils, aren't they? They managed to, Scruffy managed to get out and ended up managing to get back too, but severely injured, had been shot by a pellet gun, and it led to all kinds of other medical issues that led to the dog's death. Mm-hmm. We, we do see these, these cases come up once in a while. People, they think their dogs or cats are okay to go inside and outside, and we do, of course, recommend that they are kept inside, not only for you know risks of being hit by cars or being lost or or even getting into fights with other animals. We never want to think of another human causing that injury to our pets, but we unfortunately do have to recognize that that is possible. Uh, this, this was an alarming case because the nephew reported being shot at by either a pellet gun or a BB gun while he was walking down the sidewalk the day before. And for this dog to be, you know, to come back to the home with a small pellet gun shot, they, they didn't think it was serious. They took it to the vet. Unfortunately, that pellet had nicked an artery and the, the dog did pass away from that serious, you know, um, repercussions of the injury. So if, again, somebody is driving around that community shooting, shooting a weapon, a it could have been a child. Mm. We don't want to see that. We don't want to say, you know, this was something that we had the warning signs from an animal abuse case and we ignored them and it did escalate to a human abuse case. We don't want it to get to that point. Well, Deanne, the HSU, Humane Society of Utah, handles all kinds of complaints from abuse to sick or injured animals not receiving attention. If you witness any kind of animal abuse, you do have a chief investigator, John Fox, currently at HSU. I'm going to give that number out, 801-269-2919, extension 210. Just look on, just Google uh, the Humane Society of Utah. If you see or suspect something is going on, you see a dog that's chained up for too long 
or is not being fed or looks sick or injured, there are people here to help you. And you do do fine work at the Humane Society. You've got a great facility located in Murray. I remember dropping off some supplies. Had a lot of um, a lot of lovely things when I lost my dog to cancer. So I made a little trip round to your um, location. And wow, you are finding homes for thousands of animals there, aren't you? Really loving homes. Yes, we do have, we're, we're very fortunate to have the facility that we do. And the the things I think that are interesting for people that they may not know is the Humane Society of Utah is a local private nonprofit organization. We do not receive any state tax funding or federal funding, and we are not a branch of any national organization. So we solely rely on the generosity of individuals, businesses, foundations to support us. And we have received some generous contributions that allowed us to expand our facility to make it a beautiful location for people to visit we we really do work hard to fight that stigma people have of what an animal shelter is a lot of people in their mind when you say animal shelter they think of the dog pound and the dog catcher and it's a depressing sad place where animals are euthanized and you know they're abused and neglected and that's not the case most of our animals come to us from owner surrender And so if a family has loved their dog and they're facing a difficult situation to move and they can no longer care for that dog, they bring it to us, we rehome it. So most of our animals are very loving, well-behaved animals just looking for a second chance at a loving home. And really that that comes back to needing those donations to keep that large facility operating for all the life-saving programs and services that we offer. You can check that out, by the way, utahhumane.org, and they make it very easy for you. You can make a a small donation that explains exactly where that money goes. Supplies, though, too. I mean, it's endless, your needs. What what do you need right now? Come down and visit. You can see with... uh we have the capacity to home 350 to 500 animals each day. Mm. And we would average the amount of expenses per each animal at $30 a day. So you can see it does add up quickly. We offer veterinary care in our clinic. We have every animal that we take in spayed and neutered, vaccinated and microchipped. And so we're always looking for supplies for dog and cat food, cat litter, which we go through a lot of blankets and towels, you know, pillows, things that our clinic can use when an animal's recovering from surgery. Mm. And you think of, you know, go to our wish list on the website and you'll see everything from puppy and kitten replacement milk, which is going to be very in demand this season as we start to receive a lot of kittens and things you wouldn't consider for office supplies. I mean, we, we do have to operate as a business and need even you know, office supplies as well. So let's talk about your fostering program here. Not everybody can or is suitable. They don't maybe have the space, the home, the time to devote (laughs) to give the dog exercise because they're at work or they work funny shifts or, you know, what it is. It just is not. It just doesn't work out. But maybe fostering is another option. Again, you try and foster around 3,000 animals, I believe, a year at the Utah Humane Society. That's a lot. Who makes a perfect foster parent? Oh, foster volunteers are critical for our mission. Most of the animals that come in, if they are not able to be adopted immediately, maybe they need uh, medical attention or behavior attention, then they go to our foster program and they're separated from the other animals in the shelter. Our goal is to get them into someone's home where they can have that safe environment to recover from surgery. Or if you think of the puppies and kitties that are not quite old enough to be adopted, somebody needs to raise them in their home and care for them, which is a very onerous task. Mm. So if you're a, a, 
a person who can't quite care for a dog long term, even a student in an apartment per se, you could perhaps take a dog for a week or two weeks and just give them a safe place to put on some weight or recover from surgery. If you're really ambitious and want to take kittens home and bottle feed them, it's a 24-hour task for about a month or two until they're old enough to be adopted. And that's what we're most likely going to need this summer as we receive hundreds of kittens. Really, it's tender, loving care, isn't it? Which A one-on-one attention, which is harder when you have, really, it's like a boarding school with kids in. You know, instead it's pets and you can't give them all individual attention. You can make sure they're safe and happy and well-fed and comfortable and find the right permanent home. But this is a great interim. Yeah, the foster program is, as I said, critical. We do have a clinic that will give procedures to our shelter animals that they may not give to the public. You you take your dog when they're sick to your personal veterinarian. But when our shelter animals get sick, our clinic will care for them. And perhaps that dog is on medication for two weeks and just needs a safe place to go. Quiet, too. Being, yeah, being able to go into somebody's home is just so, you know, invaluable to us. And it, uh, it, it gives us more information on the animal's behavior. So when they return from a foster program and go up for adoption, then you as a potential adopter can get a little bit more insight into that animal's personality from the, the parent who's been hosting them. And your clinic, state-of-the-art, offers all kinds of affordable services. And this is to just a regular pet owner here. You know, from spay, neutering surgeries, vaccines, microchips, and you have, of course, fully licensed, exceptional veterinarian. We do. We have two full-time veterinarians who have been with us for almost two decades. It's a husband and wife team, and they are amazing. And then we have two part-time veterinarians, a full veterinary staff with vet techs, and really, they they see everything. They see a lot of the the cases that we see with our shelter animals. So when you as a pet owner um, are looking for an affordable place to get your pet spayed or neutered or vaccinated, you can come in on a walk-in basis for those vaccinations, make an appointment for spay-neuter surgery. Our concern for the community is to keep the pets healthy and sterilized so we can prevent more unwanted pets from entering the shelter. And a competitive price, of course, you're offering too. Very, very low price. We are a nonprofit, so we we will send you to your personal veterinarian for any, you know, sick or, um, you know, emergency need. If they need a surgery, you need to go to them. Um, as I said, we're not a full-service hospital for the public. But maintenance. We provide, yes, for, for health care, basically, a wellness uh, keeping keeping your pets vaccinated is very important. Okay, you have great hours. I would suggest this weekend you pop on by. I mean, it really is quite inspirational. You walk in there and you see these lovely big eyes looking back at you and, oh my gosh, you just want to take them all home. Deanne, I, I would end up being a hoarder if I was you. <laughs> I'd be literally taking them all home. They always say when we work there, they ask, well, don't you just want to take them all home? And my response is, of course, that I'm working, so I wouldn't see them if I were at home. <laughs> I have three cats that I feel guilty enough already for leaving at home. But we really do want to be a destination. We want people to feel comfortable and encourage them to come. Even if they're not looking to adopt an animal, come spend time with our pets. Walk our dogs. Volunteer. Um, come into our kitty city and just sit and pet a cat. It's good for you. It's good for them. If you can't have a pet of your own, come give that love to our pets in, in the meantime before they find a home of their own. Volunteer your time, cash, donation, love. UtahHumane.org. Check it out for yourself. My thanks to Deanne Shepard with the Humane Society of Utah for joining me, Abby Bonnell, on Feedback. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.